Well, Ben, the mood's different today. And I'm not sure if that's because you didn't show up to the weekly recording like you're supposed to on Wednesday, if it's because we're recording late on a Friday and you're just grumpy because it's the weekend and you have to talk to me. There's a lot of potential things, but it's good to be back for me bringing the closers, season two, episode whatever it is, four, five, six. How's your day going, sir? I'm just glad that even in trying to throw a jab at me, you got the day of the week that we always record this incorrect. You said Wednesday. We always record this on Thursdays. So, um, right, but we, we rescheduled for Wednesday and you didn't show up. Right? 8.30 Wednesday? One, one of us was, was not in the building at the time that we were supposed to record. That is, that is accurate. But you know what? It's a Friday. We're here. We're raring to go. Hey, listen, maybe the two-day two hiatus gave us some more to talk about or some extra, extra wise things to say. We'll just have to see. Unlikely. Unlikely. Okay. So I do have a question for you, though. This is, we're in November of 2021, which is crazy. Um, business, by and large, where we live at is back to normal, but it doesn't feel that way. And I'm not talking about people getting out and about. I'm talking about the way things feel like they've shifted, the quote, new normal, if you will. And I don't think all these new normals are necessarily good normals. So my question to you, sir, is give me two, three, four, 20. 30, 40, 400 things that you've seen that have changed as a result of the pandemic that you're not a fan of? It's a pretty broad question. Um, I mean, in, in the business context, you know, I think that the, I think that it's been interesting to sort of see the work from home balance uh, really sort of take, take legs. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, so if you're, if you are involved in a startup company with, you know, headcount under 10, there's no way that you can replicate the atmosphere inside of an office if you're all working towards something, if you compare it to being remote. There's there's an immense amount of communication, both verbal and nonverbal, lost there, and I think there's a major degradation there in, in effectiveness. Um, you know, if you're talking about you know, a, a schlumberger, yeah, there, there's, you know, Many of those positions that have always been nine to five in the office could easily be done. <coughs> excuse me, easily be done working from home. Um, but I think the the issue there is so Ryan, if you are if you're an engineer, if you're a data if you're a data scientist for Schlumberger, okay, you work a nine to five. You don't necessarily need to be in the office nine to five Monday through Friday for for you to be effective at that job. But I think what the the issue becomes. When you are in the office, if your direct report or the person you direct report to or someone you're working with on a project wants to speak to you about something, they can go to your office and generally they're going to be able to find you, right? Because unless you're in a meeting or out of the office for something else, you're going to be sitting at your desk working. Whereas if you're working from home, now, you know, yeah, you might answer your phone when I call you, but you might be doing something else or you might be, you know, you might be taking the afternoon sort of kind of off. You might, you know, whatever. There, there's a lot more distractions in the process that I think unless everybody is on the same page that, hey, listen, yeah, you can work from home, but between nine to five, it is as if you are in the office, meaning that you are on call all the time. And I think what people have sort of started to gather or started to, to lean into is kind of this bleeding into this freedom of choice and, and the you can't tell me what to do thing, even though they're on the clock. And so, you know, and that 
so that not only has I think has fallen or has has shown itself in sort of the the communication in office, but also something that you and I have seen time and time and time again, and, and I think has gotten substantively worse is I think that that sort of same mentality has started to bleed itself into oh you know I've got something scheduled or I've got a lunch scheduled for 11:30, but I'm I got to run this errand, so it's okay if I show up at 11:42. And I don't need to, like, text the person or email them and let them know I'm going to be late. It's okay because, you know, we're in COVID and things are, you know, things are different. And I, and I say that somewhat cavalierly, but it's frustrating because I feel I very much feel like that sort of lack of respect for timing and scheduling has has become – I didn't really notice it as a major issue. I mean, it was, you know, every once in a while it happened, but prior to COVID, it wasn't a major problem. It's something that, I mean, so you and I, uh, you know, on any given weekday, we probably have somewhere between four to ten things scheduled on the books, right? And so on an average workday, this is happening to, to one or the other of us every single day, at least once, right? And, and I mean, the, so it's happening in, in numbers that are becoming increasingly noticeable. And so maybe, I mean, those are just sort of two things. But maybe we want to talk about those things. We can talk about some other, you know, let's get into some other stuff. But what do you think about those things? Yeah, I do think it is an interesting question on the startup versus the big company. Um, I, th- I think we're still trying to figure out how many jobs, and, and this is not a slight at people, just, just how many jobs aren't really necessary at all, right? And I think that's a question that's kind of underneath some of this stuff. And the startup's a little bit different, but the Schlumberger, how many jobs does Schlumberger really have that it doesn't need? Exxon, Apple, um, how many people are really putting in a true 40 hours versus who's putting in 20 hours or, or 30 hours. And that's, that's just the nature of, of, of big companies, a lot of excess. There's not a slot at people. Um, and so I think the work from home probably puts some unique pressure on that because now you're, you're isolated. Um, you know, it's a little harder to hide. You can't be around looking to use your term busy all the time. You make a good distinction between busy and productivity. When in the office, you can be up and around, moving around, talking. It looks like you're doing something. Um, you know, if you're at home, you don't have an excuse. And so some of those things are, are, are put away. The startup environment is interesting because, yeah, there are certain benefits to being together that you just you just can't mitigate. As for the, the second point on people and scheduling, I mean, it is regular, right? And, and it, it's, it's, it's a thing to where you, you have to start wondering, are we moving towards this as part of society? Now, here's the good thing. If you are someone who shows up, that will be noticed, right? If it gets worse, the person who shows up, that gets noticed. The person who does be on the calls, that gets noticed. Um, and so that's kind of the, the opposite of that, which is the more that you see, um, this is why, you know, when they talk about the, lazy, the laziness of people, that kind of excites me. Because if you're not lazy, that means there's more opportunity for you, not less. What you don't want to do is try to be compete. I don't want to be competing in in San Francisco, Silicon Valley with all those tech startup dudes. Like they're all, you know, I've got a wife and four kids. You know, I can go pretty fast, but those dudes are like single. They're 22. They're, they're jacked up on coffee and monster energy drinks all the time. They're working, you know, a hundred hours a week. I was like, okay, well that's hard to compete with. Um, and that's not the space I'm in, but I'm saying like take stock that there is a, a silver lining there. So I think you, 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 you get fuzzy. I think you raised your hand, but go ahead. I couldn't tell. Oh, no. I think you're muted now. 
Uh, no, I mean, I wasn't raising my hand, but... Um, okay. Uh, no, I think those are some are, are some great points. I mean, I think that um, it's... And the reason I said it the way that I did in terms of kind of trying, you know, bringing in some of, like, the, the First Amendment stuff, and because I, I just... I think it is a cultural shift from... Oh, I think we have kind of moved away from, you know, there's a right way to treat people and there's a right way to do things into this world of I'm my own person and I'm going to do my own thing and you either like me or you don't. And if you don't like me, that's your problem because I'm, I'm an individual and I get to be whatever, you know, I get to, I get to claim whatever that means. And I think, I think a fallout from that mentality for the less nuanced, let's call it that, is, is my schedule is, you know, it, like, sorry, other people's time is on my schedule. And so if I have to be late 20 minutes to a lunch, like that's, that's on the other person. And like, so what if they've got something, you know, booked, you know, um, 10 minutes, you know, if it was a 30 minute thought. Right. And so, you know, I think it is very much a cultural sort of shift towards this me, me, me vision, uh, that has sort of been couched in this like social awareness, whatever, but I think is, is completely, you know, completely been turned around. So just to kind of give you a half of a hard time for a second, this kind of goes back to my point last week about the read receipts. I think more people need to have the read receipts turned on so that they're aware that you're aware that you're ignoring them. Right. Maybe not Ben Samuels per se, but I don't think, I think we've kind of lost this thing to your point, which is we're ignoring people. We're showing up late. We're not letting them know. Uh, we're ghosting them. Call. I mean, I had a call. What was that call with this guy who's kind of, um, if I said the name and you kind of follow Texas stuff, you would know, reached out to me, asked me to set it up, and then ghosted me. Never, never sent a message, never heard from him again. You know, and I didn't even really have anything to talk to him about, but completely 100% ghost, never even heard back from him after the ghosting. Um, and it's like, well, what is wrong with you? Like, what's... What's what's your problem? Well, I think so. Things like that. I think people will, like get embarrassed, right? I don't. I, it's because I don't. I don't think the reason I'm saying it the way that I am is because I don't necessarily think that it is a intentional, conscious thought of I'm going to make decisions. It's going to make me late to the, for this thing. I think it is purely I'm in my own head. I'm doing my own thing, and and oh shit, I forgot. I have something to go do. I I'm late. Let me go. Let me go do that. I, I don't. I don't think it is a conscious, like. So let me let me say it differently. There, we all know people that are just late to things, and they always have been. It, like there, there's jokes about some, you know, certain type, you know, or certain, um, certain um, ethnicities just like being late to things. It's it's not like new to be late to things. I think the the the, the shift has become that it just sort of seems to be culturally accepted that. Because, you know, for a while, you know, in COVID, you know, if you had a Zoom meeting, okay, so what? Ha who cares if the Zoom meeting is 15 minutes late, right? Because you're still sitting on the couch. It doesn't matter. And I think people have sort of forgot that, that out in the real world, people have schedules. And, you know, for again, going back to, like, you know, b busy professionals, if I have a 30-minute coffee date set with someone, that very likely means that 15 minutes after that 30-minute window, so 45 minutes after the start mm -hmm. time of that 30-minute, I probably have something else booked. And so if the person that I'm meeting for a 30-minute coffee is 20 minutes late, I now have to make the decision of do I give this person 10 minutes of my time or do I push 
my next meeting back 20 minutes, 30 minutes to accommodate. And, and I think you and I talked about that off air, and I'm not sure that we agreed on sort of how to handle that. So let's say, so let's say in that example, you've got a 30-minute appointment. Before uh, you make that example, because I want to talk about ahead. this, I want to make one slight point. I do not buy into the thesis that someone is always late, and therefore we all agree on it. I buy into the thesis that that person is not a respecter of persons. So if you were going to meet, if that person were going to meet, insert Trump, Biden, whoever you think the, this person, you know, um, Nicki Minaj or Tom Hanks, I don't know, the most the, the, the most person that they would like to meet the most in the world, they wouldn't be late. They don't respect. So the person who's consistently late that we all joke about, they're actually the least respecter of persons. And I think those people, it's harder to, to deal with than the occasional one. But I just want to make that slight point that they can be. No, you're totally, they're they're no, you're, totally refusing to. We completely agree. My only point okay. there is that there there were some there are some people that this isn't this is not a new thing that they always have done. This. Oh oh, I'm sorry. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Okay okay. Right. Yes, yeah, that's all yeah. I was saying. Yeah. Pre COVID, post COVID, next COVID, they're there. Yes, I got you. Okay, continue on with with your with your how to handle them. Um, no, it's okay. So you have a thirty minute coffee meeting, okay, and uh, the person doesn't text you, doesn't reach out, but they show up. Let's say they show up eighteen minutes late, okay. Do you spend 12 minutes with them, or do you do you push back your next meeting? And, and and for the sake of this conversation, let's assume this is someone. It's not a first meeting, but it's also not someone that you're like you know. It's not a client of yours that you have to bow down to. This is you know this is just a we're meeting to talk about maybe there's a deal maybe there's a deal here. How, how do you handle that generally? Yeah, I'm glad you made the client caveat because that was the first thing I was going to. If they're a client, right. you you just got to take. Oh, the I mean, if they're a good client, then like you don't have a choice. You get to you know that's just right. it is what it is. They know it, you know it. You got to take the ale. It is what it is. You'll find a different client maybe, but you're, you're, until then you're you're stuck. So yeah, um, if it's someone like you've described, it's going to depend on the value, and this is where it gets tough. It's going to depend on the value of the second meeting. So let's say that it's me and you know meeting Bob and. I've got something with you set up next. Well, in that scenario, you know, I could text well, we you. We all know you would meet with Bob in that scenario. You didn't have to say it on air. You didn't. I mean, you didn't have to bring me in the example and throw me under the bus on the podcast. But thanks. Fourteen twenty-six for the facts, but whatever. Um, let, let's. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say is. In that scenario, because you, I could text you exactly what's going on, and you would know what's going on, and you'd be very sympathetic to that. So I think that there are people in your life who you can tell them point blank, I am here, this dude, this chick, this person, whatever, they're X amount of minutes late. I'm, 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 I'm going to cut them off short, but I'm going to be a few minutes late because they're just late. So I think there's certain people in your life. Now, if you have two meetings that are of the same, you don't know either one of them that well, and they're back-to-back, and that's when it becomes tough. And that's a judgment call, right? I think you have to take that based upon their personality. And so you kind of you don't know them that well. So you so if you've got one who's really happy go lucky and they're always rainbows and sunshine from what you've gathered, that's the one. Unfortunately, is probably going to pay the price because you can you kind of feel like they're the ones that are going to take it. The engineer, the real analytical, they're going to be pissed. And so you you got to comment that. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm saying it's probably what I would do because I'm trying to figure out how to navigate that in, in real time. So I'd like to tell you that I handle it this way. I generally don't because I, I generally uh, wimp out and try to take sort of the path, the path of least resistance. But what I mean, what do you think about the perspective of, okay, so if you let the person slide, either 
by not saying anything or really not making a big deal out of it, and you, and you give them 30 minutes, okay, so you, so you push back, is that sort of setting the precedent that the, you're telling the other person, oh, well, like, if I'm late, it doesn't really matter, as opposed to if they show up 18 minutes late and you say, hey, you know, just so you know, I, you know, I have something uh, to, be, you know, to be at, we've got 12 minutes here, you know, uh, let's circle up, you know, soon uh, and, and get another shot. You're telling the person, hey, when we right. have 30 minutes, you've got this slot, and so you're sort of training that other person that, hey, listen, sure. you, you can't do these things. Right, I know. So here's what I would say. If I had Joe Rogan money, right, I would tell the person who showed up late, sorry, I got someone else in, you showed up late, and I got to go. Because in that case, it does not matter. My, my decisions do not financially impact me. That's probably no one listening to us. And so that's what makes it so hard. And that's why, because you hate to tell someone, well, because let's be honest, if if that person drove 20 minutes to meet you, they're 20 minutes late, and you, they only get 10 minutes, and you cut them off, they're not going to be like, well, that makes sense. I was 20 minutes late, therefore Ben cut me off. They're going to be like, really? Really? I had traffic? Really? I had a report? And so you're going to make someone mad. And that's and that's just kind of the gamble. I'm not saying you shouldn't. That's the tough that, – that's what makes it so tough for me to – so I don't want to advise people what to do. And we do a lot of it on this podcast. And so here I just want to tread softly because these are big decisions. I think it's, I think it's an important distinction that I, I, um, I, I don't necessarily disagree with what you said there, but I do think it's an important distinction that in my example, I mentioned that the person that you're waiting on didn't reach out. And I think that's important. If you're sitting yes. there for 20 minutes and they don't reach out, then I do think you, you are you are much more within your rights to have a more hard line of, hey, listen, like we've got the 12 minutes. To your point, yeah, you know, if they text you and they say, hey, running late in traffic, whatever, that that's that's almost as if they're not late sort of thing, right? I mean, unless it's egregious or something like that. Everyone runs into traffic. Everybody has things that happen. That that, that happens. And so you have to be understanding of that. I think I think the the in you know the the non communication is really the crux yes. here for me. So let, let's reset it because I'm glad you brought that up. So let's start with Zoom. If someone solicits me in a Zoom and it's seven minutes to nine minutes, I'm out. Zoom, I have a very low tolerance for. My, I don't care. Mine is five. Okay. I, I'm, I'll sit on the Zoom for minutes for five minutes. Again, without it, without a hey, I'm a few minutes late. I'll be there in a minute. But if I get no communication, five minutes, I'm out. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So Zoom, I do seven to nine, kind of my range. Um, and that's, that's, that's pushing it depends on how good of a mood I'm in because you got a counter notification. You've got to be at your computer. Like there's no excuse in that scenario for you not to be, cause if you know, so anyways, now to the, the point you made, if it's a, if it's a, let's kind of take this coffee. Okay. So you have a coffee category. Hold on. You have actually, a meal before, category. Before we, go, before we get into that, um, uh, um, you actually brought up a good point. I'm curious. What is your take, and maybe this is a tangent, and if it is, we can talk about it after the example that, that we were going to, but what is your take on people, I've noticed people have started to take Zoom calls, which I think ostensibly, if you're setting up an explicit Zoom call, that connotes, like you mentioned, that connotes that you should be at your computer because I might want to share a screen, or there's something substantive here. What are your thoughts on, I've noticed a lot more people taking Zoom calls in the car. Yeah, the Zoom is tough because I will send out Zoom a lot sometimes. Um, it makes it easier, gives us a common point to connect. Um, and then, But I have learned it does imply that you're thinking video. Um, and, and, and so I'm kind of torn over how to handle that because sometimes the Zoom is, I don't like, there's certain people, I don't want to ask them for their phone number, right? Uh, and I don't have a conference software, so Zoom is what I use for conferencing. So it's kind of like, well, mm -hmm. 
what what do I do here? So I, I don't we I, that's probably great to unpack on a future one. But um, but those are just some early thoughts. I think you bring up a great point there. Um, where, where I was going was so we have a coffee, we have a Zoom which we've already dealt with. We have a coffee, okay, and then you have dinners, lunch, breakfast, and dinner. Like you have five meals. So I would say the, that's where it gets tough because each one of those is different length of time, right? So a dinner is unlimited time theoretically. A lunch is basically an hour. Breakfast thirty minutes to an hour. Um, coffee is anywhere from 15 minutes to maybe an hour, kind of depending on what's going on here. Um, mm-hmm. On top of that, then you kind of start to see, there's, there's kind of layers. So you're out in Midland, which isn't a huge city. I'm out in Granbury, which is a small city for sure. Um, it's not a lot of work to get around. But if you're in Houston or Dallas, I think that also adds a factor, right? So if you're driving across town to Houston to go somewhere, I'm probably more prone to wait because I've already made the commitment. Whereas in Granbury, it's a short distance. So does that does that matter? Does that change your opinion? What are your thoughts? It does. I mean, yeah. There, I think it goes back to what I said before. I mean, you, there's unavoidable things. Look, if you're scheduling a meeting at 3.30 on a Tuesday in Houston, Texas, unless you're around the corner from where you're meeting, you're going to hit traffic. And, it, you know, you, you, it might be a re- normal flow of traffic and you might have that down. You might hit, you know, a fender bender that's going to delay you 12 minutes. 12 minutes for a fender bender doesn't sound like that much time, but in the context of what we're talking it's about, crazy. that's half a meeting, right? <laughs> right. right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, and I think this is where kind of me and you get torn is because you're trying to evaluate all of these things while you're sitting there getting more and more frustrated that they're not showing up, you know, and you're like, but it, but it gets, so, no so, communication. So let me flip it on. Let me flip it on its head. Maybe, maybe the lesson, or maybe what we should be talking about on this podcast is, for anyone listening, guys, things come up, things happen. If you're running late, if there's something happening, reach out, send a text, tell the other person what's going on. It might be embarrassing. You know, you might put yourself in a weird spot because, like, yeah, you should have been in the car a few minutes earlier, mm-hmm. whatever. Send a person a text. Hey, I'm running a few minutes late because traffic or whatever. Um, but, but I, I mean, I think it's important on the other side that in order of importance, I think, like we mentioned, I mean, there's going to be some people that, you know, you're not going to say anything, like a client, you're not going to say anything to, and you just got to eat it all the way down to, you know, if it's someone that is a very first meeting and you're, and they ask for the meeting, I think you're fully within your rights to like, Hey, listen, we've got, we've got nine minutes and I'm on to the next thing. Let's try again later. Um, I think you just have yeah. to try to pick your thoughts. And, and the other thing is, and this shouldn't have to be said, but it needs to be, take when you take the L, take the truthful L, right? So don't send the in route message if you're not in route. Don't say there's traffic if there's not traffic. Right. I had right. someone late for a meeting, and uh, I, 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 I was standing at where we're meeting at. I saw the time that they said they'd left. They sent me a text in route. I calculated how far. I mean, I just pulled the GPS up. How far is it from where they're at to where I'm at? I did the math. If they left when they said they would left, they would have been seven minutes late for starters. But they were like, you know, a lot later than that. And so I knew based upon that that they probably didn't even leave when they said they left. And that's what's even more infuriating, right? So they probably left. I mean, based upon the math I did, uh, unless unless there was something crazy on the – because the GPS will show you the traffic. Unless there's something crazy, they probably left after the start time of the event. And we, it was an hour-long schedule. And so it's like – or close there to it, you know. It's like okay, well, you sh- you know you could have because I was in a meeting right prior to that, like two blocks over, and I was kind of rushing that at the end to get done so that I wouldn't be 
substantially late. And listen, for a lunch, for an hour-long lunch, an hour-long dinner, two, three minutes late, I don't think that's a problem, right? A 15-minute coffee, two, three minutes late, that's a big problem because you get 15 minutes. And that's also something to consider as well. Like, you know, we're, we're not talking about, hey, you have to be five minutes early for everything. That's nice. But on a 15-minute coffee, you got to be there on time. On a two-hour on a two-hour dinner, if, you're, if it's at 6, you're there at 6.02, no one's batting an eye. 6.05, you got a problem. 6.10, you you know. And so to your point, communicating. But communicate honestly because I'm the kind of guy, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to say, well, oh, you said you left it this time, but actually it said it's 17 minutes. Like, I'm looking real-time GPS data. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not hard to figure out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's it's certainly on the uh, on the aggressive side of the scale. But uh, so there's a big oil and gas conference in Midland, Texas this week, first week of November out here, uh, the executive oil conference and uh, usually very well attended. And I had a, a friend or you know, a business colleague who lives in Houston reach out to me on Tuesday afternoon, said he was flying in and did I want to grab uh, dinner either Wednesday or Thursday. He was going to put something together. Told him, sure, send me the details You know when he has something. I hadn't heard from him until Thursday morning, so I shot him a text and just said, hey, what are the details for tonight? And he said something along the lines of, it's going to be laid back, just a few people. I'll send you the details here in a bit. In a bit. I didn't hear from him. I didn't hear from him at all. And so I, I had actually, I mean, I had something sort of tentative on the schedule for Thursday afternoon that I didn't end up going to because, uh, because I was holding, you know, holding off for this, uh, you know, for this dinner. So, you know, I, I was sort of held in place for two days actually, and never even, and, and at like 10 o'clock last night, uh, the guy texted me and said he was, he had ended up getting on a plane and, went, and was headed back home. And so, hadn't even bothered to tell me that like the dinner had been called off or, or, or hey, you know, n- never mind. Um, and, and so, I mean, that's obviously, like I mentioned, that's an extreme example. That's on the aggressive side. But, it, but it's, you know, I think it goes back to just sort of this baseline of communication. And, and to your point, I think it really is there a respect of time. Um, I think that's a big deal. Yeah, it's a respect of time. And it's one of these things where um, I, I think that people generally ex- – believe that they're better at managing their time and that people are far more understanding um, than people really are. Like it's really frustrating. And so um, you know, I think I don't know how to fix it. I'm kind of curious, kind of these awkward things, but um, it's, it's something that we are seeing a bigger trend of. And I, I can't put my finger on it. Maybe it is the pandemic um, kind of post COVID stuff. Maybe it's something that was happening before, but we took off from, you know, here's the thing. Maybe it was happening before 2020 but we we kind of we kind of took such a break that now we're realizing it more, <laughs> you know. Maybe maybe it's like now it's like oh my gosh, like is this what's always been going on? So I don't know. It it is frustrating, and I don't understand why it has to be that way. And I will just leave it with this: um, it's not a it's it's a it's a concerning trend because it does usually point to larger things that are going on that are problematic, right? It's it's it's, it's when when societies. Um, and I always kind of make this joke about stop signs. You know, I'm not a big, you know, I'm a libertarian, so hey, you know, less laws the better. But you can tell when you go to a country, you can tell what kind of rule of law there is by how they obey the stop signs or how they obey mm-hmm. the red lights. And I, by, by going to multiple uh, emerging markets, third worlds, you go there and you see that they'll just blow through them things. Well, they have, you know, fatal wrecks all the time. And it's quite scary. Um, and so that's kind of the underpinnings of, of not good things. And so in the business world, an underpinning is not showing up for meetings, ghosting people, not being there on time, 
Um, as you say, point, you know, being 20 minutes late with no heads up that you're 20 minutes late, those are all concerning signs that we should all stop and you know, ponder on how to um, reverse that trend. And I think the best way to do it is to be on time. You're not condoning like running someone over in their car if they're late to a meeting. That's not what you're saying? Are we still recording? Am I being the detained? RG, the RGC button looks like it's still red. So Am yes. I being detained? This is, like, is, the, is this a legal question here? I mean, don't you get points? You get. I mean, we're, we're in agreement that you get points, right, for pedestrians. Wow. This will be played at your trial, but okay. Wow. My, my trial too, but whatever. That's a different story. Okay, Ben. What? What? Give me one more thing. Small thing that's bugged you since the return of the post-COVID workplace. You're not allowed to sneeze or cough or like clear your throat. Or have like red eyes without looking like you have the plague. <laughs> <laughs> like, you you sneeze in like a room of two thousand people and like everyone looks at you like, hey, 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 what's going on there? That guy. And, and listen, I'm not trying to pick anyone here, but I'm like, if you have a mask on, I don't know to shake your hand or not. I'm assuming you don't want me to. But then if you stick it out, like I don't like, how do you handle that? Someone has a mask on, do you shake the hand or not shake the hand? Um, I've usually just gone to fist bumps at this point. That, that feels like it's more appropriate unless it's a business thing, whatever. Um, if to that point, if one more person offers me their elbow, like as a, like, let's bump elbows as a hello, I'm going to, I feel like I just, I, I'm going to throw them off the nearest cliff. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know exactly who I'm greeting you next time. Oh, well, oh, listen, listen. Listen, we're we're already. I mean, you, you've already told me that you don't want to set the boxing match because you're nervous. So, mm. 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 that is what that is what you said, you, right? You yeah. needed more time to train. Something like that. Something like that. I'm ready to roll. All right, we got to wrap it up here, folks. Thank you for tuning in. You can find Ben where Ben. Where list all your um your actual podcast for people to find you at. So um, maybe by the time this is out, uh, I'll actually have some. AldronVentures.com, WIIFMAdvisors.com, and you can always find me on LinkedIn and un- at underscore Ben Samuels on Twitter. All right, folks, 5Y.biz. Of course, if you knew that, you listen to this, you're already there. So with that, we'll talk to you next week. It's been Ben Shows.